Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Pastor Steve Kramer, radio preacher for Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Today's reading is from Haggai chapter 2, verse 20. The word of the Lord came a second time to Haggai on the 24th day of the month. Speak to Zerubbabel, governor of Judah, saying, I am about to shake the heavens and the earth and to overthrow the throne of kingdoms. I am about to destroy the strength of the kingdoms of the nations and overthrow the chariots and their riders. And the horses and their riders shall go down, every one by the sword of his brother. On that day, declares the Lord of hosts, I will take you, O Zerubbabel, my servant, the son of Shealtiel, declares the Lord, and make you like a signet ring, for I have chosen you, declares the Lord of hosts. There are actually two restorations happening in the book of Haggai. The first is, as we've seen, the restoring of the Jerusalem temple. And in today's passage, we see the restoring of the kingly line of David. Let me explain. Years before this, Zerubbabel's grandfather, Jeconiah, who was the last king of Judah before the Babylonian exile, had received the word from God through the prophet Jeremiah, saying that even though Jeconiah was the signet ring on God's right hand, because he was a king of the lineage of David, God was now pulling off that ring because of his disobedience. This was serious. The signet ring back in those days signified kingly authority. These kings had a, uh, rings had a special impression upon them, a, a stamp of sorts that was used to seal official documents that the king sent out. The seal meant that the king stood behind the message and it had better be taken seriously and obeyed. So this was a symbol of honor and authority. And God saw the kings of David's lineage is his signet rings, his royal representatives in the world carrying out his message and purposes. At the time of Jeconiah, that honor and authority was now stripped away by God. The kingly line appeared to be at an end, and he would be taken down. Now the question was, what becomes of God's promise to King David's descendants? that they would rule forever and carry out God's plan to lead his chosen people in restoring his broken world. Well, in our passage for today, we see God is reversing his judgment and restoring the Davidic line through Zerubbabel. Although Zerubbabel himself didn't have the opportunity to sit on the Jewish throne, through him the Davidic line was restored nonetheless. The, the ring was going back on God's finger. He says, I will take you and make you like a signet ring, Zerubbabel, for I have chosen you, declares the Lord. This message must have brought great comfort and excitement and encouragement to Zerubbabel during that discouraging time as he led as a governor. The curse was now taken away. God had plans for him and his lineage, and for his people. And we know that Zerubbabel obediently continued his work on that temple. It was completed in the future. And I'm sure his work was done with faith and gratitude to God. Now, why do you suppose God did that? 
Some might reason, well, Zerubbabel showed repentance and obedience, and that's true. But remember the big picture of salvation history. Repentance and obedience, as good and important as they are, do not save. Salvation comes from the Lord. Restoration comes from the Lord. This story is showing us the grace of God. God's grace is at work in this vision, this commissioning and promise to Zerubbabel, this restoration. God is also claiming the future and teaching that he is sovereign and he is in control. He does the shaking and he does the choosing. Notice all the eyes God uses in this end times apocalyptic language as he describes on that day. I am about to shake the heavens. I am about to destroy the strength of the nations. I will take you, Zerubbabel, and make you my signet ring, for I have chosen you. Zerubbabel falls off the radar screen in Scripture after this vision, by the way. We have mention of him in Zechariah a couple times because Zechariah was around at the same time as Haggai. So did God's promises to him fail? No. Not at all. True, he never got to sit on the throne or watch the nations fall. That was to be in the future. But interestingly, the next time we hear of Zerubbabel is when he's mentioned in the 12th verse of the New Testament in the Gospel of Matthew, which begins with the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of Abraham, the son of David, the king, the Messiah. This king lived... a life of perfect obedience, unlike any other king. His throne was a cross, his crown, a crown of thorns. Instead of coming to be served, he came to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. He laid down his life at the cross to pay for our sinfulness. He was the perfect atonement. He was raised from the dead, and all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to him, and one day he will reappear to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom shall have no end. And the promise is that all who trust in him shall have eternal life with him. As I read this passage for today, I was also reminded of another ring that Jesus talked about in the story of the prodigal son. When the prodigal son, who had really messed up his life and dishonored his father, came home, the father welcomed him, and he put on his son the best robe and shoes on his feet, and he put a ring, the family signet ring, on his finger. This was an act of grace. That family ring is freely given to every person who bends the knee in faith to Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Thanks be to God for his never-ending grace. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. 
If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.